what's going on with all of my beautiful people out there listening tuned in right now it's your internet best friend nia phantom and tonight we'll be reading through and discussing some of the strangest unsolved mysteries of all time according to reader's digest okay before we get into that, though, if you would like to keep up with the podcast on anything with Vibe W Phantom, to keep up with me, your internet best friend, I'm the Neo Phantom on Instagram and Neo Phantom on everything else. For business-related inquiries, email vibewphantom at gmail.com. And with all of that out the mix, let's get into these mysteries. Because I haven't read them as yet and... I'm reacting to it the same time you guys are, in a sense. I can't really warn for anything. But from knowing, I guess, I basically know what it's about because I had to look up the link. I'm going to give a content warning and a trigger warning for blood. For anybody that gets disturbed by blood maybe nudity anybody that gets triggered by death murder being kidnapped people getting abandoned things of that nature if that's something that would traumatize you or i guess upset you as a listener please don't tune in to this episode i'd love to have you all but i'd rather you listen to something else another episode of mine or whatever the case may be that also includes sexual violence I'm not sure if that's going to be in any of these stories, but I'm just adding it in there beforehand because I don't want anybody, like I said, to be disturbed by the end of the episode. So just to be safe, go ahead and click off. Alrighty. Gave you a few seconds. Now, the people who I guess is okay with any of those things or is good enough to tune in, let's get started by the looks of this i already can't pronounce this word i presume it's a russian story it says the incident at the dyatlov pass if you're russian let me know how to pronounce that on the first night of february 1959 nine ski hikers died mysteriously in the mountains of what is now russia the night of the incident the group had set up a camp on a slope enjoyed dinner and prepared for sleep but something went catastrophically wrong because the group never returned on february 26th researchers found the hikers's abandoned tent which had been ripped open from the inside surrounding the area were footprints left by the group some wearing socks some wearing a single shoe some barefoot all of which continued to the edge of a nearby wood that's where the first two bodies were found shoeless and wearing only underwear the scene bore marks of death by hyperthermia but as medical examiners inventoried the bodies as well as the other seven that were discovered over the months that followed hypothermia no longer made sense in fact the evidence made no sense at all so before we get into what they described it as or before they give us the box story what do we think it is If you're listening with a friend, if you're listening with family or just someone else, discuss. Because before we spoil it, like I said, we're reacting. We ain't taking this as entertainment, I guess. But I just trying to (laughs) 
Let's let's sit down. Let's guess. So they said footprints left by the group. Some wearing socks. Some wearing a single shoe. Some barefoot. What you was gonna say? What you was gonna guess? Well, I was gonna guess that they know what you say. Mm-hmm. That um, they know. People assume it's a talk. Mm, that's what I was thinking. I'm right. From, they say ripped from the inside, ripped open from the inside. See what I'm saying? But I think it was people behind it, right? And they want to rob them. See what I say? But they have on. They they let an attack them and take all them money. I think I think people might do it. I could be wrong. I don't know where to go with my guess. Honestly, Cause I I think about something that normally see, so I would think of something crazy. Yeah, cause it's giving animals to talk, but I ain't sure. So I guess I sub out of this. I automatically lose. So, this is what happened, <sighs> or what was presumed. I I guess I ain't sure, cause they say it's an unsolved mystery. But let's see. One body had evidence of a blunt force trauma consistent with a brutal assault, like you said. Another had third-degree burns. One had been vomiting. One was missing a tongue. And some of their clothing was found to be radioactive. Theories floated include KGB interference, drug overdose, UFO. I was thinking UFO because that... The radioactive thing. The way they describe it, it sounds like... Yeah, line up with other stories that I've already read and reacted to. Uh, I podcast, okay. But anyways, UFO, gravity anomalies, and the Russian version of the Yeti. Recently, a documentary filmmaker presented a theory involving a terrifying but real phenomenon called infrasound, in which the wind interacts with the topography to create a barely audible hum that can nevertheless induce powerful feelings of nausea, panic, dread, chills, nervousness, raised heartbeat rate, and breathing difficulties. The only consensus remains that whatever happened involved an overwhelming and possibly inhuman force. So, they already cut that out, like, oh, this ain't a human. Throw that out the window. What is it? Nobody knows, but for me, I'd say probably a ufo because it's something strange like third degree burns that these line up with another case that i went through on here the burn and then the um the burns the the radioactive a tongue like missing a human body part that lines up with aliens they'll be quite honest but moving along because i ain't trying to sit there cracking that open for too long this next case is named sickening noises okay in december 2016 a cia officer checked into the american embassy's health office in havana suffering from nausea headache and dizziness days later two more cia officers reported similar ailments By late 2018, the number grew to 26 Americans and 13 Canadians experiencing nausea, hearing loss, 
vertigo, nosebleeds, and focusing issues. In all the cases, victim claimed, victims claimed that the symptoms were triggered by a strange noise they'd heard at their homes or hotel rooms. One person said the noise was high-pitched. Another described a beam of sound pointed into their rooms. Some insisted that the noise more closely resembled marbles rolling along the floor. The illnesses confounded medical experts. Doctors at the University of Pennsylvania who examined some of the victims diagnosed concussion-like symptoms but found no signs they'd suffer concussions. We know what you must be thinking. The Cuban government is up to something, right? The Cubans, the Cubans vehemently, or vehemently, I never heard a word in my life. I can just say vehemently, I could be wrong. Deny they're responsible. And many American investigators believe them. That's because they still don't know who or what made the victim sick. Was it a new type of weapon? The CIA claims it doesn't know of any weaponry that could cause these symptoms. What about ultrasound? One theory holds that a pair of covert eavesdropping devices placed too close to each other by Cuban agents, may have inadvertently produced such a reaction, like the kind of feedback you hear when someone stands too close to a microphone. True. But the FBI has found, but the FBI has found no evidence to substantiate that argument. So they basically saying they don't have nothing to say that what happened is correct. In fact, ultrasound is above the range of human hearing. Recordings of the sound from some of the victims only added to the confusion. Two scientists who studied the recordings believe they captured the sound of lovelorn male crickets. One of the scientists, Alexander Stubbs of the University of California, Berkeley, says the insects are incredibly loud. You can hear them from inside a diesel truck going 40 miles an hour on the highway. Excuse me. What? Hold on. Let me scroll back to see what kind of animal this is. Love lawn male cricket. Okay. That shocked me because I, I didn't know what that. You know that a diesel truck going 40 miles an hour. They are really loud on their own. On a highway. Still, the scientists had no idea why the sounds might lead to illness in humans. I don't know what to make of this. I do not know what to make. I don't know what to make of that, honestly. Because that have that have me confused. I don't even know how to begin debunking that case. So, as a listener, you take it as you will, and I'm moving on because I don't I don't even have no comment for that third case. This looks like a short one. It's titled "Living Statues." From 1917 to 1928. Half a million people were afflicted with a ghastly condition that could be part of the plotline of a horror film. Okay, we starting off strong. <laughs> the victims, very much alive and conscious, found themselves in inexplicably frozen states. Their static bodies, prisons for their minds. Encephalitis lethargica, EL, aka the sleeping sickness first appeared in Europe and quickly spread around the world, reaching epidemic levels in North America, Europe, and India by 1919. About a third of those stricken with the illness 
died of the survivors okay nearly half eventually found themselves unable to physically interact with the world around them all the while fully aware of their surroundings not being inconsiderate by any chance in any way shape or form but this would be a hard horror movie i would tune in what are you kidding okay though occasionally capable of limited speech eye motion and even laughter they generally appeared as living statues totally motionless for hours days weeks or years the cause is unknown but one theory is brain inflammation triggered by a rare strain of streptococcus the bacteria responsible for many sore throats each year science's best guess is that the bacteria mutated provoking the immune system to attack the brain leaving the victim helpless none of this explains why the illness disappeared only to resurface sporadically be it in europe in the 1950s or in china 10 years ago when a 12 year old girl was hospitalized for five weeks with the disease are such occurrences the new normal or are they the signs that el could be planning something bigger any day please don't call it because for the past few years enough has been going on okay let's dial it down a 2004 analysis of 20 patients with symptoms remarkably similar to el concluded that whatever ailed them is still prevalent <sighs> as such history's so-called sleeping sickness remains the stuff of nightmares bro and you know what making these stories scary or like not not even strange bro what's making it scary is obviously the fact that we don't know what happened we don't know how we don't know how to get like that so we don't know how to fix it it cannot be fixed it cannot be prevented it cannot be cured because we don't know what the hell happened that's the part that scares me it scares me you can't prevent things like this if you don't know what happened oh you can't like bro this something different next story Ooh. i ain't cheating y'all y'all may hear me scrolling but it's scrolling past so fast to the point where i can't even read all right moving on do the pollock sisters prove reincarnation today 24 percent of americans believe in reincarnation i ain't american but i do <laughs> i do not gonna lie Although scientists tend to poo-poo the possibility every once in a while, an unsolved mystery comes around that is so compelling and otherwise unexplainable that it gives even scientists pause. That is what we have in the story of the Pollock sisters. Okay, so it's Pollock sisters. The title had me pronouncing it wrong. My apologies. Steve Missaletta. In 1957, the two young English sisters, Joanna Pollock, bro, is it Pollock or Pollock? I guess say Pollock. Okay? If it's incorrect, blame the site. In 1957, two young English sisters, 
Joanna Pollock, 11, and Jacqueline Pollock, 6, died in a tragic car accident one year later. Their mother, okay, so one year later, their mother gave birth to twins, Jillian and Jennifer. When the twins were old enough to talk, they began identifying and requesting toys that had belonged to their dead sisters. All right, humans of the world. That's where part one is going to end. If you want to hear the remainder of the story and more, tune into episode 19. Drop it next week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay? She ain't sorry. But... This one, this one was, it was getting too juicy. I just had to do it to you. I love y'all. Stay beautiful. See y'all in the next episode next week. Toodles.